fair My Cleveland girl give me Cleveland hair And anybody saying that Cleveland's dead Fuck y'all Tell them that's what Cleveland said Cleveland fit Cleveland hat Anywhere I go's what Cleveland's at So when the world ends I think you'll know where we'll be Yeah, bitch right here in Yeah, yeah, you know I put it down for I rep my state, my hood, my side of town in King of this shit, that's why I wear my crown in So don't come around Cleveland, bitch, bitch I'm from It's Maddie and Patty, coast to coast from Brooklyn This is the world champion, Pat Menemann in the Golden State. <laughs> oh, yes, sir. <laughs> in the Golden State, it's world champion, Matt Youngner. Say hello, champ. Hello, champion. How hello, are you? Champion. I'm doing very well. Figuring out how to live as a champion. Uh, you know, it's, 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 very, it's very strange. It's, oh, it's odd. It's odd. I, 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 just, don't, I just don't know how to act. I, I just I just walk imperiously, laughing yes. at terrible takes. I don't even have to respond to them because it's no. bullshit. We won. You can't say shit. It's the best. It's so great. Oh. I had somebody at my office um, try to tell me to start complaining about uh, Steph, how Steph Curry was getting held all series. And I just, <laughs> I just got to laugh a little bit and shrug and be like, no, oh, it's a man's league. And walk away. <laughs> a lot of fun. Oh my god! Oh. Oh. couldn't it's have worked just, out better. It's endless, like you yeah. said. High risk, high reward. Yeah, buddy. All we wanted was the weakest, simplest, cheapest title possible. Yes. And instead, we got the fucking goldenest. The best. <laughs> Is that a word? Goldenest. Sure. Got the fucking best NBA championship in fucking history. And I'm still not down off this high. No, I'm not even close. Not even close. This is so good, Manny. It's amazing. Whew. All right. Welcome to the Cleveland Sports Hour. We are two self-aware but unapologetic homers who spend far too much time watching, reading, and thinking about the 2016 NBA World Champion Cleveland Cavaliers. Oh, yes, sir. And the Southern Surgeon Tribe. So if you'd like the informed, intelligent Cleveland's fans' perspective on all things Cleveland, you come to the right place. Uh, Maddie, I think there's a big danger in this podcast of us repeating ourselves because I think we've been day drinking all day leading up to the, the, the last uh, one post championship podcast. That's true. And I just I have more to say about the finals. I have more to crow about. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. I, you know, I, it's it's you know ten o'clock my time, so I've I've had a few, I've had a few victory uh, champion drinks. That's what champions do. That's the champions way. Uh, it, it's possible we might repeat ourselves. I hope we won't. I, I think I, I think we'll remember what we didn't say. But, you know. Yeah, I'll 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 catch us if I. Oh, oh you oh, you'll catch us. You're you're not you're not gonna forget. No, I won't forget. What are you? <laughs> I'm in my right mind right now. Right now, you weren't necessarily past Monday. That's true. I was in a, a post-championship euphoria mixed with India Pale Ale. <laughs> it was really taking me places. Oh, my God. So we're, we're going to go talk a little bit more about, I guess, more about what it's, how, how the last week has gone, how it feels to be a champion. 
and in the course of that, we'll be touching on the game a little bit more again uh, in this series itself. Uh, 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 we're going to do a little variation on the kill list. Yeah, champions. Uh, champions What's variation. That? A champions variation. A champions variation on the kill list. And we discovered last week, you don't really want to kill anyone when you won the championship. They're already dead. Uh, yeah, it's not necessary. Not necessary. Uh, the, the meat of our podcast, though, if we can get to it, <laughs> the intended yeah. meat of the podcast is the uh, Cavs offseason and free agency, which starts on Friday, right? I mean, well, yeah. the moratorium period starts Friday, but that's when the shit starts falling down. Uh, and Thursday, uh, June 30th, which is tomorrow, uh, uh, as we're recording this podcast, that is a big deadline for a couple of remaining uh, uh, qualifying offers and things like that to sort of put the final puzzle pieces into place. Yep. Um, and I think we'll talk a little tribe, right? A little bit. Oh, I, I'd like to. Yeah. I mean, I'm I, about the tribe. I, I, explain, I, I can't, I don't, I can't say anything because yes, I haven't you, watched them. You're not allowed. Well, cause in the game, in the days leading up to the final the, the game seven, I, I was too nervous to watch like competitive sports. Like I, I just couldn't bring myself to watch the Indians. I would sort of follow my phone a little bit. Um, and then eventually we won, you know, won like eight in a row. I was like, boy, I haven't watched any of the games in the streak. I really, I really can't. I really shouldn't watch any of this. And last night we're up five two, and I, it was just out of habit. Like I just wanted to watch. I was like, oh, hey, we're up five two. I want to check out what the Indians doing. I put on the, the game on my phone. Uh, tuned in. We're at five two. Uh, bottom of the ninth. Uh, Cody Allen's pitching. The first pitch I saw in the streak. Crushed. Crushed, crushed for a solo home run. I turned that shit off so fast. Immediately. Right, thank you for doing that, Patty. Shut that shit down. Um, are, are we okay? How are we doing? In the streak? Yeah, did we win? Yeah, we won tonight. Right. Right. I, I, 12, in 12, in I, 12 in a row. 12, 12 in a row. 12 in a row. 3-0, another shutout. I think the third or fourth shutout of the streak. I mean, how perfect is this? Not just like, oh, great, we're winning, but like – it was so crazy that we won that finals. That Cleveland won any championship. One. The Cleveland yes. beat us three one. Two. The Cleveland beat us seven three and nineteen. Three. That other came back from three one. Everything. Two on the road at the Oracle. When they lost two all year at the Oracle. Oh yeah. All of that. It's like the victory was so fucking crazy. We lost our goddamn minds. We forgot how to lose. It's a city. Sure, sure feels like it. They're doing the Joe Boo stuff. I love that. Oh, my God. I guess we're going to end now early. But, Jesus, the Joe Boo shit. It's the best. Jason Kittness is my fucking favorite Indian by far. <laughs> is he? Holy <laughs> shit. He came out of nowhere. Like, I always liked him, and I was like, ah, this guy's a Brantley. No, holy shit. First of all, he was talking shit to Draymond in game six. Yes. You that see was that? great. Yes, that was great. They was walking off and Jason Kittness, courtside, because he's rich, he's just talking smack. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, I love to see that. He's like Joe Hayden now of the Indians. Fucking love that dude. Yeah, he is a little bit. And yeah, and so yeah, if you don't understand what we're talking about with the Joe Boo shit, Jason Kittness and who else on the team? Do you know who's helping him? I don't really, I can't really tell who's behind it besides him. But they I feel like Uribe and, and, and uh, Ramirez are up in it, but I, that I don't sounds know. right. That sounds right. 
but they they create a shrine to Jobu. Like they they they're reviving, uh, re reacting uh, Major League. That's fucking awesome. They're feeding them liquor. <laughs> it's it's yeah. awesome. It's so great. Oh my god, I love these Indians. Winning. I hope I, people need to start going to these games because I think we're still second to the last or last in the league in attendance, and that is shameful. Yeah, it's terribly shameful. The, 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 it's weird because, like, the, the, the TV ratings are actually really good. Yeah. Uh, TV ratings are outstanding. Years, they're outstanding, but people are trying to go into the games. It's like, dude, get out there in Cleveland, man. I got into a little bit of an argument with somebody on Twitter. I can't remember who. Someone like, uh, I think Chacalier. Ah, maybe not. I'm not sure. Uh, uh, just like, you know, I was talking about how I bitch about Cleveland and uh, the, the Cleveland fans, the Indians games are just not going. And, uh, uh, the basic point is like just, just don't get sucked up in the in the in the negativity, man. It's just it, it is what it is, and the Indians are fucking great, and that's our team. And you know what? Yeah, we can't be there to go see games. Uh, we get to watch them win. It's fucking great, man. Oh yeah. Oh man, love it. It's a fun team. It is a fun team. Uh, uh, all right, let's talk about Cavs a little more. Uh, you and I went to Game Seven. Oh, oh, yes, we did. In Oakland, at the Oracle, we, we, had, we had our victory celebration inside the Oracle. Uh, it was glorious. We, we couldn't get to the Cleveland for the uh, parade, which I, I, I kind of regret. I regret, although have you talked to people that were there? I mean, a little bit. Like, I mean, it, it, it sounded like it was a fucking it was work. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's I mean, how it was. That's how it was described to me too. One point three million people for a city, you know, inner city has is a population of four hundred thousand. Yeah, <laughs> that's that was did not have its infrastructure together at all to handle those people. Not even close. They, they didn't have barricades up around the streets where the parade was going. That's why people just ended up in the middle of the street. Parade took four hours and it was supposed to take two. It's a, that's a, that is a Cleveland thing in the best way. I'm so happy it happened like that. So happy like that. You see those shots of guys? Uh, there's that, there's that, it's not the muni lobby, it's that, it's that parking oh, that, yeah. that looks so dangerous. <laughs> it ha you know, if so if you don't know the photo we're talking about, it's got like, uh, uh, these, it's, it's like Lego sections, kind of like, uh, ridges, right? Mm -hmm. uh, uh, you know, cement blocks on the outside with little like indent ridges that are apparently like, you know, three feet apart. So you can sort of wedge your feet and your hands between them, work your way up. Dudes were like 100 feet up in the air. So the thing I couldn't tell is if people had worked their way up like that or if you could access them through like a window or something. Well, I and guess- You could just go on whatever level you were at and just sort of sneak your way out like that. I guess that you could do that too, which is like, because there was like a parking garage level, it seemed like, right? Yeah. Sort of sneak yeah, but That's like, what it felt like. It felt maybe a little less dangerous than it at first seemed, but well, just, no, a, no. just a little. But some of them were stacked three to a column. Oh, yeah. And there's no platform between them. The one dude falls, all three of them are dead. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely true. Oh, my God. And it's just all that shit. Like, J.R. Smith, uh, and he, he, I mean, first of all, all just championship night, Parade night, parade day with that crazy atmosphere, 1.3 million people. Like the ridiculous things we're talking about. There were like four arrests. It was the most peaceful. Those two days yeah. were peaceful than other days in fucking Cleveland. Yeah. 
everyone's like, you know, I mean, LeBron made a joke about how they're going to burn down the queue. Like, you know. Now, people really behave themselves. That. What's that? People really behave themselves, acquitted themselves oh, well. I, the Cleveland Police Department, like, wrote an open letter to Cleveland just, like, just, just uh, thanking them for how, like, wonderful. That's awesome. It's so great. Also, like, good, like, the Cleveland Police Department uh, has not been crowning itself in glory the past two years. Uh, no. Beyond, but certainly, in the, certainly not in the press in the last two years and, you know, whatever's before that. But give them credit. Like, they let dudes crawl on top of fire trucks and crawl on top of, of, of lighting fixtures and just knew that they were being crazy, exuberant, nuts, dealing with it however they did, but they didn't deal with it in an overhanded way. No. Right, they knew, it, they knew it all came from a good place. They trusted their their citizens, and and you know we rewarded that trust with not killing. Well, people. there was there was one instance of gunfire where some kid got shot actually at the end of the parade. I yes, wonder about that. Which is like it was like fourteen year olds. Yeah, it was just that was just weird about it, and just not didn't seem to be connected to the parade at all. But you know, fucking happens. Uh, but just that that's incredible. Holy shit, man. But other other moments like Jr. obviously was amazing. Still not wearing a shirt. Uh, he <laughs> he uh, and uh, the whole team took on like you know Kyrie, Shump, like Shump. Oh, sorry, uh, uh, Jr. had his pictures in front of like the the poster that had his T-shirt up on on a, on a building saying we found Jr.'s shirt. He it was gesturing at it. Picked up a sign that said, "Who needs a shirt when you've got a ring." Yes. Uh, he picked up this kid, this, this like special needs kid that had the two walking arms and like picked him up like Simba. Yeah, that was awesome. Held him to the crowd like Lion King. I mean, it was just so beautiful. So beautiful. I was like trying to work, couldn't do it. Like every meeting I had that day, I had like live streams rolling on my laptop. <laughs> just tuning the fuck out. <laughs> no, that's how, that's how I did it too. <laughs> oh, Jesus. What did you think of uh, the remarks? Mm. Oh, man. Love that. Uh, love that Chang Fry was drunk as fuck. Yeah, he looked pretty pretty gone, he, didn't he? His voice was gone. Uh, apparently, at one point, I saw a clip where he, he chimed in someone else's interview and said, We pissed excellence. He was <laughs> <laughs> like, Eh, hey, these guys, yeah, you know, these guys are all right. Don't come around the summer, though, man. Don't come around the summer. Yeah. I have that. And then he dropped the mic. Yeah. <laughs> speeches were great. LeBron's 15-minute speech is amazing. I, I, I couldn't catch it because I was, I, was I was getting on my championship flight to Paris. Uh, oh, that's right. So I couldn't, I couldn't catch that. Uh, but, you know, a, little a, lot of, a lot of cursing. A lot of cursing. How you dropped a, a, a motherfucker. I mean, I mean, Maddie, what, what do you think about that? Just, just the example he says for children, Matt? It's terrible. Brian, Win Brian Windhorst did a, a podcast this week. Um, I didn't know. He was on KNR, actually. It was a long KNR interview, and they asked him about that. And he was like, eh, winning a championship means never having to say you're sorry. <laughs> I don't think it matters. And it does not matter. Wendy dropping the boom. Absolutely. No, I, I enjoyed it. I mean, his LeBron's remarks were a little weird because, you know, he had the uh, – everybody got their chance to say something, and then they gave him the, the hammer slot to come in and do the, the run through the whole team. And some of them were a little 
I mean, what the fuck is he going to say about Sasha Khan? I, yeah, you can't give him shit about that. No, no, I'm not giving him shit. I'm just, it was, that, was a t- that was a tough part of the job he had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, oh, no. I, a weird... Nayla knows, calling Dante Jones the luckiest person in the league. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Honestly, if I was one of those guys, uh, oh, no, yeah, no, but he gave Dante Jones his credit. No, he gave him some love after that, for sure. Gives his love, but I gotta say, like, I, I would hate to be Sasha Khan's situation and get and get the the uh, you know the just the what do you call you, it? You knew you were never gonna play. There wasn't a <laughs> chance. No chance, Sasha. You knew it. We knew it. The fans know it. But you worked worked every day. Real pro. Hey, congratulations for coming to work. Show Real up. pro. Participation yeah. trophy. Participation trophy for you. Yeah. But that, I would I would much prefer to have gotten shit. I would have much preferred to have gotten shit. That, that's yeah. nice. But whatever. Dasha Khan barely speaks English, so whatever. I, I don't feel bad for anybody. No, no. I think he's happy. You get to $1.3 to sit in the bench and come in and clean up. That's pretty good. And win a championship. Yes. <laughs> I think you take that 10 times out of 10. Other, other thoughts on the parade and the speeches? Uh, who else was there? I mean, I saw Biner was there. I was so happy about that. Oh, my God. That was great. Wearing, wearing number 44, by the way. Of course. Or jersey. Fucking awesome, man. Um, MGK. Did you see that thing where he was, you know, he was on top of whatever thing he was on and rapping and, like, grabbed onto the, the street sign that's yep. 25 feet off the ground or something? Fucking crazy. Awesome, too. Yeah. There was yeah, a couple of posts about people. Oh, wait, who's the dude who ate shit? Yeah. <sighs> I mean, he's not a famous person, except for he's now the guy that ate shit. Just, ah. Horseshit, I believe, right? Yeah, horseshit. He went and grabbed it, ate it, like guzzled it, and then he threw it up in the air and caught it in his mouth. Yeah, that was... I mean, not only is that, like, just the, the, just the disgustingness and the commitment to disgustingness, but then the coordination. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm not even mad. I'm impressed. Yeah. That was particularly gross. It's just a little, little, little weird. But like that's that that's how that's how big and crazy this fucking championship is. All the reports of people waiting to get on the rapid and waiting for hours. Why would you just, go home immediately after that? Just hang out in the city, man. Yeah, you got to make a night of it. I think, what right? Of that. The Indians were giving away t- an, like ten there bucks. Was, there was an Indians game, yeah. That nobody went to. 1.3 million people. I got to look up what the attendance in that Indians game. I'm going to see if I can do that right now. Look that up. I, I would have assumed they sold out. You did? I, no, I'm, I'm, I'm pulling it up right now. Hold on. Jesus, um, come on, man. <laughs> yeah, that's not our best look. Yeesh. It was last Wednesday, Tampa Bay. Uh, yeah, move on. I'll I'll keep seeing well, if I can find it. Uh, suffice to say, it's a fantastic week. Uh, uh, but I think what makes it the most sweet. This is going to segue, I think, a little bit into uh, uh, our next section. Is the salt? Oh. Just, just the endless supply of salt. It's great. From Warriors fans and Warriors apologists, uh, uh, endless supply 
uh, Emin Al Hassan uh, from Heat Island, uh, who you know has been ripping on the city of Cleveland unprovoked all season, particularly uh, during the NBA Finals. Uh, I got engaged with him uh, on Twitter. Oh yeah, he called you a racist. No, he didn't call me racist. Some other dude called me racist. He, he called. He called. He called. Uh, um, Shoot, I forget the guy's name. He writes for Cleveland Scene, uh, and he has a weird, uh, a curly mustache. Uh, you know, I, oh, I, that's right. He called him a racist. He called him a racist for for making some Dr. Seuss reference of Thing One and Thing Two with him and Jay Adande, and he immediately went to, "Oh, I get it. We look alike." It's like, no, you both have been ripping on Cleveland all season long. I think it was pretty clear what he was saying. Like, like, don't, don't. Don't go, don't do that shit. Don't. Oh, that's right. Now I remember. What we're, we're having, we're having lighthearted banter about, about like, you know, cities in Cleveland and sports. Like, don't, don't do that. Don't be that guy. Uh, you know. And then you, and then you stepped uh, in and what did he call you? Well, I stepped in and I just said like that, that's some weak shit. After all the shit you've been talking about Cleveland, just to, 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 to play that victim card. Yes. And then he uh, called you. He said, because you've seen my, my, my Twitter uh, uh, photo is a picture of, of me wearing my leather jacket like when I'm 28 and have no gray hair, uh, squinting at the camera. Uh, it's sort of an embarrassing photo that I picked for myself because like it's, it's like a thriller novel, novel like Neath cover photo. Yeah. Oh, it's pretty douchey. It's a pretty douchey photo. Uh, and I don't know why I keep it up there, but... Uh, well, you I, like it. You like I it secretly. I, I'm douche, I, I think I look pretty. Uh, <laughs> He said, he said, says the guy who uh, looks like if Bill Pullman had been cast as Indiana Jones instead of uh, Harrison Ford. And I, was, I was like, I don't know. I mean, that's kind of funny because, you know, obviously Bill Pullman's not as awesome as Harrison Ford. I get the dick, I guess, but Bill Pullman's kind of awesome, man. Yeah, I know you, t- you I think you ran with that one. I ran with that one. I'm like, dude, Spaceballs? I said to him, I was like, uh, Bill Pullman saved the, saved the world from aliens. You just got yeah. punked by a dude with a twirly mustache. Oh, that's right. That, that is what you told him. Oh, not good. Yes. Anyway, uh, he, he, got, he got like served on, uh, 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 what's it, B- Batar- the, the, the Batard Show. Dan Lebatard Show? Dan Lebatard Show. Because uh, Emin had said, LeBron's never going to win a title again. It's done. It's over. It's over. Yeah. And a ton of other shit talking the whole series. And they, and they, they, they wrote this wonderful clip. You guys got to uh, – I'll try and send a, a link around. It's hard to find. But it's like, it's like a minute 40 into the uh, hour two of one of his pod, uh, one of his radio shows. And the car just tore into him. Take the L, man. Take it. Yeah, he was behaving like prestige when he gets something wrong. Oh man, he just doubled down. He doubled yeah. down. His his explanations made everything worse. Just didn't know what to, what to do that was best for himself in that situation. So bad. So bad. It was how, tough to watch. How did trash talk gambling? Uh, on point. <laughs> on point. I haven't had the chance to do a ton of it yet. To be honest with you, um, I've had to work a lot since then because I sort of checked out prior yeah. to. Yeah, my week was. <laughs> this is a very busy time of year for me. Uh, <laughs> so I've been at work or surrounded by people that are Cleveland fans for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, so I haven't got to explore it as fully as possible, but I've just been smacking fools down. I mean, it's so easy. Just the easiest trash talk. 
I've been doing it on Twitter a bunch. Like people have been ripping on Kyrie for talking some trash at uh, the Olympic team stuff. <laughs> yeah, no, I love that. It's fantastic. It's like, yeah, I'm the champ. These three guys are here. I, I let them know it. I throw it in their face a little bit. Yes. Uh, uh, oh shit! What was that? Oh, I wish I could find that. But like Harrison Barnes quote uh, in, a, in a piece today it was. Uh, oh wait, wait! I think I got it. Oh, I think I texted it to you. <laughs> <You're invited. laughs> uh let's see oh yeah he says Kyrie's smiling ear to ear he's bouncing off the walls he's got jokes for days but says yeah <laughs> so oh, good it's so great it's so great and there's so many memes oh it's just oh, i just love it anyway but uh, so many memes so people apparently have been ripping on Kyrie, like you know dude show some more class man you were you weren't even the reason they won that finals you're the second best player on, uh, on the team that won the finals. You wouldn't win that without LeBron. And like I saw a couple of tweets like that, and I was just like, uh, you know, so I saw some uh, some Cavs Twitter getting upset about it. Like, dude, man, give it a lot of Cavs fans to be happy. Who are these fuckers? Will they shut the fuck up? And I was like, guys, guys, does this not increase your joy? Yeah. The dumbest fucking takes you've ever heard. <laughs> that dude. <laughs> the championship winning shot in the fucking eye of the unanimous MVP. Game set math, bitches. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. I love the trash talk oh, coming coming from their side. Just, oh, the salt feels so good. It's it's like it's like a salt scrub for your body for your yeah. soul. It feels amazing. <laughs> oh, it feels amazing. Yeah, it uh, really is good. Thank you, much, guys. If you haven't gotten enough of this, uh, uh, I highly recommend the Jenkins and Jones podcast. Uh, look it up, Jenkins and Jones, spelled J O N E Z. Uh, uh, you, you gotta follow this guy on Twitter too. Uh, Dragonfly Jones, uh, fucking phenomenal. Uh, you know these guys are not Cavs fans. They just they just know what is right <laughs> <laughs> and what is wrong. Let let me give you a sampling just to wet your whistle and and, and, and to advertise. Like give me some highlights from the podcast. You gotta listen to it. It's an hour long. It's it's, it's not really hard to find because our podcast title is called "It All Started with a Dick Punch." Which is what they say when, when your kids, your grandkids, come talk to you saying, "Hey, you watched the, the, the that that NBA Finals. What was that? What was that like?" You're gonna lean back in your chair and say, <laughs> "It all started with a dick punch." Uh, so, so this this is all including that line. This is just fucking amazing. Uh, favorite quotes include, uh, "How are you gonna have a dick and be on the side of dick punching?" To all the Warriors fans, uh, at one point, as they're talking about the dick punching and the problem, the, 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 the problem Draymond has with his tendency to grab dicks and punch dicks, he says, Golden State lost the finals because Draymond Green was thirsty for dicks. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Uh, that's good. They, they, they go off on uh, Mo Buckets for talking shit. Mo Buckets? Who the fuck are you to be talking? Dude got no buckets. You the fucking help. You do the dish. <laughs> oh man, I just I, I'm just I'm just bowing to these guys right now in, in their podcast excellence. Uh, this is this is this is me honoring them by using their material. I'm just repeating back and telling you guys there's more shit. This is not even the best shit. It keeps going. I'll give you one more, which is which is you guys call LeBron a bitch. And he just made you that. <laughs> oh. I'm it's, it was just so satisfying to listen to that whole podcast. You got you just got to for your own for your own good. Go find it. Go find it. It's just it's the fucking best. 
<laughs> oh, I haven't even listened to it yet, Patty. I'm looking. That's my first order of business when we're done with the podcast. You've got to. You've got to. It's amazing. Uh, uh, you know, I don't even have time for this other shit. I just you know, there's a Kyrie boat party controversy. Matty, do you want no, to- let's not even. No, let's not even talk about it. I don't yeah. want to honor it. Kevin Love was on the Late Show. Uh, it, it was all right. The best part was mostly uh, 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 Stephen Colbert uh, talking about how Draymond Green likes to kick people in the nuts. Uh, yeah, that's probably the best. But the whole point is, the whole point of me talking for ninety-five percent of this podcast so far, and, and this is where I want to hand off to you a little bit. Is all right. So let's get on the kill list. The kill list to me is just not the same when you've won. No, it takes all the all the emotion out of it for you. It does. It, when you're in the middle of the season, still, you won one series. When you won the whole thing, it's I. Where was the room for the hate? No. What I realized is I, it took me watching Game of Thrones this week. Uh, so, spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Uh, skip ahead a minute if you haven't watched it. If, if, if and you don't want to be spoiled, if you haven't, what the fuck's wrong with you? Just watch it. If you watch it, bang. of course. Uh, I mean, just that whole episode was like just fucking revenge. Yeah. Just pure bloodthirsty, self-satisfying revenge topped off by Cersei Lannister blowing up everyone in the fuck to hell and then having like the, uh, the smug sip of her wine. Oh, yeah. Her, her swagger. She pours wine over her enemy that she captured, just, pu- just, just pours it on her face. Like, that's what I fucking want. Like it's 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 it's, it's Eric Cartman tasting Scott Tedman's tears. Yeah, Let me I don't. Yeah, tears the tears of unfathomable sm- sorrow. So let's talk about the top five tasty tears list. Maddie, you start me off. Whose tears taste the sweetest to you right now? You want me to go number one or number five? Ooh, I was gonna say number one, but start number five, I guess. It, 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 uh, Maddie. Whichever, whichever way you want to go. Let's, let's go five and work. No, let's just start right at the top. Fuck it. Uh, Steph, Steph Curry's tears taste the best. Mm. Mm. They're so good. Tell They're me why. So tell, tell me why. Good. They're so good. They're so good. One, uh, I'm out here. He's, he's deified out here, more so than in the rest of the country. So I've had to listen to how humble, about how humble he is all year. He's so humble. What a role model he is. Like, all this crap that is just not – I don't need to hear. He's a good player. He came from nothing, Maddie. He came from nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, to to have him lose and specifically to have him – what I think is implode in the way he did. He Mm -hmm. no-showed, essentially, another finals. That's two in a row. Um, He – pretty actively choked away that last game. I think uh, most most of the people listening to this podcast have heard it, but the uh, Zach Lowe did interviews, one with Brian Windhorst and one with Ethan Sherwood-Strauss after the, after the finals ended. Mm-hmm. And they just roasted Curry in the Sherwood-Strauss one. Oh. Sherwood-Strauss got roasted too for trying to defend him. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the, the behind-the-back pass in the last couple of minutes, which she has a tendency – had a tendency to do all year, lazy defense. Um, I, I loved seeing it happen like that. Uh, mm. I love LeBron just taking it personally that people think Curry's the best player in the league and just totally taking that, that from him. 
<laughs> completely. T- that's o- that's over. Done. I don't I don't care what he does next. I mean, he would have to have a year similar to what he did this year and then play amazing through the finals and win a championship and maybe over LeBron again. Um, it, it seems impossible. I mean, I think that might be his peak year. I'm tired of the – you know, they said he's the fourth best point guard of all time. Like, that talk felt super premature to me. Um, I think there's also a chance that he had a couple good years, and it's like when Steve Nash was the MVP two years in a row, and people look back on it and are like, all right, but really? Yeah. He wasn't really the best player in the league then. Um, I sort of feel like that, and all all that came together. Um, he's he. I was going to say Aisha for number one, but I think she probably slipped to number two for me. Yeah, I, it, it's feeling a little like for Aisha – I don't know where I put her on my list. She's lower down just because she's a, she's a player's wife. It's like, I mean, she's bringing on herself to a certain extent in terms of how public she's being about it. To but, 100%, 100% she's bringing it on herself. But she doesn't play the games. I, I don't know. I, I, I enjoy – we're talking about a tier list. So, so I do it's not like she. It's not like she makes herself not a figure, that she's a – it's not like LeBron's wife. Yeah, that's true. Who intentionally doesn't take it. She's grabbing the stage as much as – she's in commercials out here with him constantly. Like, she's going for it. Yeah. Uh, that, that makes her a little less of a citizen to me. That's true. Than, yeah, than, you a, mean, than a normal player's wife. Well, because she's not in the court, I, don't, I just don't have her as high up in my – like, it's, it's not as satisfying to me. Um, I, I actually – I'm going to differ with you, but I think it's mostly a product of Steph being out of the public eye. Since Sunday night, yeah. I, don't think, I don't think he's showed up anywhere. I haven't seen hide nor hair of him. He's just hiding in a cave, crying in a corner. Mm-hmm. Uh, but oh man, Clay Thompson has been so out there. Oh, he was my number two. I, I think I'm in number one with him just because I've gotten more tears from him. I, it's, it's more of a qu- quantity versus yeah. quality. The quantity of tears provided by Clay Thompson is just—it's a feast. He's, he's got a, a whiny face, too. Oh, he just looks so depressed. And his quotes are like, you can tell he's still just fucking wrecked over it. Yeah. I'd be pissed, too, if I blew a championship and no-showed it. Yeah. I'd be embarrassed. He, he, he taught like a big man. Yep. I guess his feelings just got hurt. <laughs> yeah, we could beat the Showtime Lakers. Now, now your fans got hurt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh god! There's there's this one shot uh, uh, of him like it's the, I guess the Team USA to put to picture post your photos and we're surrounded by a bunch of like local kids uh, and there's this one great shot of this kid who who appears to be grabbing his arm and like telling him something in, you know like earnestly this earnestness in his face and Clay Thompson has that sad sack bitch face on and it's just a perfect caption thing it's just like. <laughs> Dude, why did you call him a bitch? Yeah. What's wrong with you? <laughs> I'm just endless. Uh, Stop taking fucking threes. Take it to the hole. Yeah. Uh, why did you let Steph switch off of you? <laughs> why did you switch off Kyrie? You got to stay on him, man. What the fuck? <laughs> it's so great. You're just endless. Uh, and all the quotes about, like, you know, Kyrie and just the, 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 the team photos. It just looks like such a sad fucking fuck. And the fact that his dad did not do his radio show the day after, apparently. Oh, really? Radio show. Didn't do it on Monday. Nope. Nope. Mm. Too sad. Feelings too hurt. 
Ran your mouth too much. Got caught. Got caught in a man game. Uh, I assume your number. So Steph is your number two, Patty. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I assume Draymond's your number three. Yeah. Yeah. It's just he acquitted himself much better afterwards. He did. He did. But there's a lot of great shots of him looking just absolutely like crushed, yeah. which is incredibly satisfying. Um, I like the the talk of. I mean, I think this is just idle chatter, but I enjoy the hell out of it anyway. About uh, will that team tear itself apart from the inside because people are so mad at Draymond for getting himself suspended and they yeah. think that cost them the series? I love yeah. that talk. You you know what, Maddie? Well, one thing I'll say, which I think is hilarious, is the fact that they're seriously talking about um, signing Pau Gasol. <laughs> Are they? Yes. I see a lot. Of, I mean, there's a lot. We'll get to free agency, I guess, but it seems like they're, there's a lot of they're floating a lot of guys. Horford is on their list too, supposedly. Supposedly, and trying to move uh, trade Bogut. Bogut, they're 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 fed up with him. They're privately delighted that they didn't reach certain uh, uh, accomplishments so they don't have to pay him as much. They have more room in the cap. Just, oh, these fuckers. Honestly, number three for me, to be honest with you, is just Golden State fans. <laughs> the, the, the Draymond goes down to four. Golden State fans, those, the, the, the front runners, the front runners. The front runners. That's what I was going to say. I think the real fans were. The real fans, I respect. Pretty delightful. I don't, have, I don't have a problem with them. Like, we met a lot of them at the game, and, we, and I really respect them. Uh, I still remember going uh, last year. I went to a bar a couple of times uh, down the, uh, the street from me. There was one like just just old Nevisy Jew. Clearly, had been like a uh, Golden State fan forever. I fucking loved that dude. You know, like that that guy was great. He was respectful. Like he he understood my. He clearly could see my pain. Yeah. Like I also could appreciate how badly he wanted it. Like he didn't want it as badly as me, but it didn't matter. You know, like you know he, he had a little more balance in life. Uh, <laughs> right. He had his shit together a little more. But clearly it meant a lot to him, and I was happy for him when, when they won. Uh, and, and I was happy for those kind of Golden State fans, like those original guys that were the Cat and Jack crew. You know? Yeah. The front runner, LeBron is a pussy-ass bitch fan, so I imagine did, did uh, the, the those were the ones. The ones who were Lakers fans three years ago? Yes. Yeah, th- those are particularly offensive. I thought you were going to say Joe Lacob there. Oh, Joe Lacob. That's a good call, actually. That's a great call. You know what, Joe Lake of number four? I'm pushing Draymond down to five, man. This is crazy. Whoa. Because what, what did Joe Lake say? Do you, do you have the full like memory of, of the shit he was saying and speeches? Like the, the just the asinine arrogant. Like from, from that interview he gave? Yeah. Talking about how they're light years ahead of the rest of the league light and all the stuff that they're doing. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it was Bill Simmons that called that as soon as it was gone. He was like, that is bad karma, man. Can't can't give an interview like that in the middle of a season do you do you're you watch, asking for it do you watch uh silicon valley i do indeed i mean that's that's the hooli guy gabby right? nelson oh oh no that's right somebody put together yeah somebody put together um just like a series of photos of characters of ass nine characters from silicon valley with <laughs> plastering joe link of quotes over it oh yeah as if, as if they were saying, it, and it's, it's, it's fucking perfect. Yeah, he, he is definitely like that. Oh, my God. What a bitch. Suck it, Joe Lakeham. I don't know if there's any. Kerr has, has acquitted himself okay. Yeah. 
I was ready for it. He was, he was, as we talked about, climbing way up the kill list with his. What a fucking dick in the playoffs. But yeah, he, he did the right things after the series. Yeah. Um, other, Iguodala acquitted himself well. I didn't, he didn't hear anything from Bogut. Yeah. Barnes right. has been quiet. It, it was really their big three that, that I wanted blood from and got. Yeah. And to be on the real here for a second, uh, I, there's been a lot of talk about how, like, you know, Cavs are disrespecting the Warriors didn't do that last year. And, yeah, I'm like, hold on. I mean, obviously. What? I'm, no, what? yeah, seriously. Seriously. What? Yeah. First of all, that's obviously bullshit. Uh, it's given by yeah. the Draymond. Nope. Yeah. Cavaliers suck. Yep. They, you know, they hear. Nope. We hear. Yep. Yeah. Uh, uh, followed by Seth Curry's, uh, hopefully their clock room still smells like champagne. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, it's a funny thing. Very, very fucking witty. Fucking. Uh. Well, and also, last year's series did not have the contentiousness of this year's. True, true. But I will say this about the Cavs. They are enjoying themselves. Oh, hell yeah. They're laughing and enjoying themselves. Not once have they said anything so disrespectful. Well, fuck. Well, they ultimately wear t-shirts. Fine. But they're subtle jabs. No one said anything remotely approaching that shit. In fact, Kyrie Irving in his post-game speech said, biggest comment you can give is like, has a sun game for you yet? He's like, how? I mean, God, like, it's just like the feeling of like, do I got to play these guys again? Like, you know, this, this fucking, yeah, yeah. I got to play these guys again? Like, like, like the, the, you could see the, the respect in his voice of how hard it was to beat these guys was just evident. And all these guys are saying that shit about what a great fucking team this is. I didn't hear one fucking word about that goddamn shit in the Golden State Warriors last year. Do you? Do you hear any of that no, shit? No, I don't remember any, any of, of that. that. Fucking disrespect. Nope. Bitching, whining, making fun of us for for saying that. Oh, we didn't have Kyrie in. Yep. Guys have been so respectful. In that respect, the Ultimate Warrior shit is fucking awesome swag. <laughs> yeah, I really like that. Oh, that's great. How about him rolling out with that Kermit hat? Mm. I don't think we talked about that last week. Yeah, I thought about that. Uh, that was fucking great, but that's none of my business. <laughs> he's got to. He's got to. Uh, he's got to replace that with the Cersei wine sipping cup. Yes, that has yes. supplanted the Kermit tea sipping. That is the new version for sure. I, you know, I gotta ask my cousin because my cousin, you know, David Benioff is uh, uh, the showrunner. Yeah, he's. I mean, it's sort of your cousin. Let's not. Let's not. Yeah, get carried away. that's true. Let's not get carried away here. Marriage. Yeah, Becca's cousin. You yeah. can say that. That's true. Becca's cousin. Becca's cousin. I got. I got. You know, it's almost like it's almost like it was designed to mimic the Kermit tea sipping moment. That was a little bit. Right. Yeah, it felt similar. Not that awesome. Well, he might have known because obviously that's probably more the director than anything else. But anyway. Um, enough of my humble brags. Uh, <laughs> well, you want to start talking about free agency, Patty? I think it's time. We're we're about shit. We're almost fifty minutes into this shit. Yeah, we better get to it. Where do you gotta go? You gotta go eleven thirty. Uh, yes. Well, my time. Sorry. Yeah. It's, yeah, your time. East Coast arrogance here on my side. Um, so I I think we start by talking about some of the the moves before we get into what the Cavs are going to do. So, so how the landscape has changed a little bit. Sure. So, so just, I'll, I'll read off a few of them. You give me a reaction. Tell me I'm I, 
Sure, and I think there was a breaking one that happened while we've been talking too. But oh, I'll shit, do that. Man. I'll yeah. do that last. Not a huge one. All right. So Derek Rose, obviously to the Knicks for Robin Lopez uh, and some spare parts. Who else went? Did you see? Remember? Uh, Robin Lopez, Jose Calderon, and uh, what's the guy's name? Jerrion Grant. Is that his name? The Knicks star pick, the from their name, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I eh. I had I had sort of an eh reaction eh. to that. I mean, yeah. the, Knicks aren't, the Knicks aren't going anywhere. That doesn't – it doesn't – Bulls building, or is that one of those, like, strength in numbers moves? I don't know what the Bulls are up to, honestly. You know, they seem like they came pretty close to trading Butler uh, and just couldn't quite get the players. They, I think they wanted Zach Levine from, uh, from Minnesota. Mm. I, don't, I don't know what they're – I mean, they're, it seems like they're in the midst of a rebuild here. They're, yeah. Paul's going to go. Noah's going to go. I mean, to be honest with you, we kept saying how Gasol would be on the court with a good thing for us when we played them, right? Because he was yeah. in terms of liability. Uh, Robin Lopez, not so much. Um, that makes him a, a bit more of a fierce defensive team. Uh, yeah, he's not really much of a stretch guy, but I, 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 I don't know. I, I'm not really scared either way. No. Uh, Inconsequential in the bigger scheme of things, that trade, I think. Mm-hmm. Serge Ibaka traded from OKC to Orlando for Oladipo and who else? Uh, Oladipa, Ilyasova, and uh, Arvita Sabonis' son, who was their draft, who was oh, Orlando's nice. draft pick. Uh, uh, I I thought I like that trade for for Oklahoma City. I do too. Uh, to be honest with you, uh, uh, I think defensively, Stephen Adams makes Ibaka a little more expendable. Hundred percent, and and clearly they should they need to be playing Katie at the small forward more. Yep. So if your big man rotation is KD, Cantor, and and Adams, and, and he, Cantor had sort of that like the, the the Kevin Love moment of of being able to hang on the court on defense. Yeah, not amazing, but not tire fire. Yeah, uh, and then on top of that, you add Elasova who can shoot the three, which the you know. The, Although I think he might get cut as part of the deal. I think he might just oh, yeah. be. I, I I think I think he had one of those contracts that you could like buy out super cheap and just get rid of the money. I think I think that was that's interesting, but yeah, that draft. But Oladipo, they get they don't, so they were gonna have to solve their their shooting guard problem, and Waiters was gonna have to was is will get more expensive, I guess, this summer. Yeah, uh, and now they got Oladipo on the cheap. Yeah, uh, who is who is better than than Dion? No offense, Dion. It's true. It is true. Um, yeah, no that that that. I think it makes them better. Now it doesn't matter if if Durant leaves and who knows what's happening there, but well, that was, that was a good trade for him and should be a, a plus for keeping him. I would think that that's the big question though. I think the biggest, the, the, the only thing to pay attention to in this fucking free agency, to be honest, right. Where KD2 goes to KD2 question mark. Right. Uh, he's not going to DC. <laughs> no, not Atlanta, not the Knicks. Nope. Not the Lakers. Nope. Couldn't even get, couldn't even get a meeting. Uh, Golden State Warriors or Spurs, I think the only two teams that would be horrifying for us, right? Yeah, I mean, that feels death-dealing. Death, I mean, Jesus Christ. In either I, of those situations. Although, loosely, you know, I feel like the history of mega teams, at least in their first year, has been poor. It's true. There's that. Right? Like the Phillies put together that super starting lineup six years ago, and that that didn't work. The Eagles had that super team that they sort of built when they got Nande Asamoah and all those guys, and that didn't work. Mm-hmm. 
Even the big three in Miami the first year didn't, you know. Cleveland, yep. Uh, so, but but still, terrifying uh, on the Warriors, terrifying on the Spurs, both. So he's going to have a meeting with Boston, though. Yeah, I mean, that's I'm still not terrified of that team. Even I, with right? Him. That's how I feel. <coughs> I'm not, I mean, I guess they have room to do something else, too, and that's the real, you know. Talk to me if that happens, but I can't see him going to Boston. Honestly, I just Why don't believe it. Do that? I just don't believe it. Honestly, the most terrifying option—not terrifying, but like what might be the most legitimately like dangerous move—is him staying with OKC. Yeah, yeah. Like that—that that, with the new parts they have, that—that's that could be terrifying. Oh yeah. Another year together under uh, Billy Donovan, who seemed to figure shit out at the. Mm-hmm. Right time at the end of the year. That, that's maybe we don't feel so confident against that lineup, especially yeah. with, with their changes. No, that's a legit squad. Uh, I mean, I guess I guess the argument for going Miami, we didn't talk about. I guess they're uh, a, a player too, but you know, whatever. Miami, who in the who the fuck knows what Miami's roster is going to be? They got so many people they have to resign. Yeah, they're pretty. Yeah, Wade Whiteside. Who knows what Bosch's situation is? It's Dang. so many question marks there. Yeah. And that, and, that, and that franchise of stability, the model franchise. Mm-hmm. Pissed away years of Dwayne Wade's career. Yeah, because, you know, that's what, that's what a model franchise does. Years. A Hall of Famer's career. That's, 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 that's the coaching thing to do. Yep. Ah, prudent motherfuckers. Uh, did Boston fuck up on the draft, Matty? Didn't they have, like, five picks? They had a lot of picks. I mean, I guess the read I got was – I don't know – College players so great, so I, I'm not a great judge of if they blew individual picks or not. But it seems like their goal really was to parlay. They they got a lot of guys. They got a lot of decent guys on that team, right? Like they need to, to convert their assets into stars, and mm. they they have failed to do so so far. Mm. So I think in that sense, it is a disappointment. Whatever the quality of the guys they drafted is or will be, I don't think they got any stars out of it. Um, you know, so, but whatever, we're, we're probably wrong because the name's a genius and he hired a genius coach who's the best ever, mm-hmm. uh, the best ever to never get out of the first round. That's um, right. so that's right. Two and eight in the finals or in the playoffs, excuse me. Um, there was a move tonight while we were talking, Patty. What was that? The Detroit Pistons traded Jody Meeks. To Orlando, I believe, for a conditional second round draft. I did see that actually. That actually, before we podcast, we started potting. I, oh, did I, it? I, I didn't plan to be as a, as, a, as a major deal though, because it's not major. I'm just thinking as a Cavs fan, a team that needs wings. Uh, could we have gotten? Could uh, we have gotten him for a conditional second round pick? Well, it's funny. Like a lot of the people I was following on Twitter immediately panned uh, Orlando for that deal. Uh. Because I don't, I don't. I mean, it's a conditional second round pick. It seems pretty like nothing, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, but just that Jody Meeks has just been fucking hurt forever. Like he's got really serious foot problems. Yeah, but he's all, yeah. I mean, I guess I don't know what his injury history is and how how exactly how serious that is. But even so, I mean, he's on a pretty reasonable contract, I think, for a few years, and he can mm-hmm. shoot. Uh, yeah, I'm flipped on it. Like, it, it makes sense to me. Uh, but like my everyone except I, I think it's like 
nine out of ten people are on my Twitter feed are 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 lambasting Orlando for that deal. Huh. I gotta read a little bit more about it. I mean, I could also understand why Detroit would not want to make that trade with us. Yeah, they want to make us better. No, they're trying to beat us. Um, yeah. So I. But again, I think it comes down to where Kevin Durant goes. Um, uh, if he stays with OKC, I think that might be actually the the, the, the worst outcome for the Cavs. Um, yeah, I mean, if he went to Golden State, I would get a lot of pleasure out of, uh, like, that admission of failure for mm-hmm. their core. Mm-hmm. I think that that would uh, keep me warm on many a night. Until we had to play them. <laughs> Correct. Correct. Um, yeah, shit, that, that sucks. Uh, yeah. The idea of him taking all the threes that Harrison Barnes was missing in that game we went to, Patty, is, is not, not comforting. No, it's not. Uh, yeah, here's where I come down on this. I, I think in reality, the, the worst move for the Cavs is Kevin Durant re-signing with OKC, which is a little bit of a stretch, but it's the one that I kind of hope for. Because at least, at least I kind of, I kind of know what OKC is. Yeah, I think it, I'm with you there. That, that. Uh, I don't know what OKC on the Spurs Golden State is going to be. Yeah, and as a fan, I, I don't object to Oklahoma City winning a championship in any way. Exactly. I mean, if we're playing them, I'll object, obviously. But as, right. as rational as I can be, that doesn't bother me. I don't need Golden State winning a freaking thing ever again. Exactly. Exactly. All right, Maddie, we're almost up on, on, on one hour for the Cleveland Sports Hour, so let's get to uh, the meat of this podcast, which Cavs is... Cavs roster? Cavs roster. Let's go to the, let's go, sorry, not, not, not just the Cavs roster, Matt. The Champions. champions roster. The championship champions. roster. The My championship mistake. roster. I, I'm still I, I learning. Want, <laughs> I want to preview NBA free agency by analyzing each champion on the Cavs roster. What should we do with them? What we expect will actually happen with these guys? And if they were to leave, how we replace them? All so right, let's, let's let's do it. Let's get into this. Let's start with let's start with our first free agent, LeBron, LeBron James. Um, well, I so, mean, we do what, we do whatever he wants to do. Right, but but Matthew, haven't you heard all these strong strong takes from 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 Adrian Wojnarowski? Uh, uh, that, did I pronounce that right? Oh fuck! Yeah. Who the fuck yeah. is? You're fine. Well, uh, everyone's dropping down these hard, these hot takes about LeBron's going to leave this year or definitely next year if they don't if they don't repeat, right? Yeah. Like this whole thing. Can, can I just play this for a second? What the fuck is wrong with you? you guys shut the fuck up just stop it it's stupid i don't care I, I, i'm not even mad it's just like what i'm just i i feel bad for you what the fuck is wrong with you yeah why why are you still doing this stupid shit look let me just say off the bat i actually have a pretty strong feeling that lebron's not going to necessarily end his career with the Cavs. i think that's definitely possible i think it's really strong likelihood He's going to eventually do some kind of crazy – Play with all his buddies thing somewhere. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I, don't, know, I don't care anymore either. I don't care. It's fine. I don't give a shit. Fine, he leaves. No big deal. He's not going to leave. 
he's not going to not defend the fucking title. We said this before. The only reason the Cavs got LeBron two years ago, or last year, excuse me, was because the Heat lost. Yep. Either one, he'd have to defend the title. Yep. So that was why it was a double victory that they lost to the Spurs. Because he, he was like, oh, well, now I can leave. Yes. If we lose the title next year, I would not be surprised if he leaves. And I will not – I'll be sad to see him go. I will not care. Nope. Won't be mad. Won't be mad at all. So, yeah, I will, I will care. I'll be fine with it. That's right. I got it already. I'm good. I'm good. Yes, fans. I'll be excited to see if Kyrie and Love or whatever and, and Ty Lue and, and Chris Grant – Chris Grant. <laughs> Jesus. Come on now. Sorry. Griff. Griff can can build something else new with his fucking great young core, right? You know, that, 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 be fine. Be fucking fine. I don't care. Uh, so fuck you guys trying to throw that in their face immediately after we fucking win. Just fuck you. Fuck you in the face. Um, you think there's any uh, chance he signs a multi-year deal with us? There's sort of been some loose no! floating around. I don't either. I think he signs the one and one. Again. The one one. Why would he do anything different? Uh, yeah. People talking about how like there's there's a, a, a rule in collective bargaining agreement that uh, you can't sign a five year deal if the end of your five year deal you're over over thirty six. Yeah. Uh, so you wouldn't even be able to sign a five year two hundred million dollar deal uh, next year. Uh, but next year we're going to be negotiating a new collective bargaining agreement. So who, who the fuck knows? That's right. Also, the advantage of him doing this like year-to-year thing is that he has maximum flexibility. It's yep. his friends, his buddies off their contracts and, you know, they're past their prime. They don't have any good options. They aren't necessarily stars anymore, whatever. You can say, dude, come play with us. Yeah. Like, I think equally possible is that he does stay in Cleveland the rest of his career and pulls his buddies over to play with us as, as reserves. Uh, or starters, it depends. You know, it depends on, you know, how our lineup shuffles over the years. But again, equally possible, he goes somewhere else. Yes. Uh, I, he, 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 at this point, he'll play wherever. But I think his first choice clearly is to stay in Cleveland because that's where he lives now. That's where his family's growing up. Stay in Cleveland, bring his buddies there. But if he needs to go somewhere else, he will. And I'm cool with that. Yes, I am too. Yeah. He's done everything I needed him to do and more. Um, so that's, that's all I have to say about that. Okay. Next one. Anything else you have to say? No? No, no. That's it. All right. So Kyrie Irving, we, he's, we're paying, paying $16 million next year. I say we keep him. I, I, think, I think that's a good idea, Matty. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's a little arrogant. Um, he dribbles a lot. He's also uh, the second-best player in the finals and fucking phenomenal and future MVP. Yep. Uh, he's also signed through 2019. Love it. Player option for 2020. Love it. $18 million. At, but I want to point this out. $16 million is being, is being paid next year, Matty. Mm-hmm. Everyone else listening to this, pay attention. $16 million for Kyrie fucking Irving next year. Pay attention when Alan fucking Craig is $15 million a year. Jesus. I, he's not going to get that much, is he? He plays this going to happen. Like, there's going to be some crazy fucking contracts uh, 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 come Friday. Yeah. Dude, I guess a lot of big money short short years will yep, happen, right? Those who are fucking shit are going to make money close to Kyrie Irving on a max deal. So be I'm happy. glad we locked him up when we did. Yep. 
Uh, all right, let's move on to a, 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 another, another one. Kevin Love, 21.5 million next year, 22.6 million average. He signed through 2020. Mm. Keep him, trade him. Uh, I think keep him unless we're blown away by an offer. And I mean blown away. Now, when you say blown away by an offer, uh, our own friend, God, friend, you wouldn't even look at us at the uh, at the uh, celebration. Windhorse. Wendy. Wendy. Yeah. Our friend. You wouldn't even look at us. God damn it. Yeah, that hurt. It hurt. Hurt, Wendy. Love you, Wendy, but God, that hurt. Uh, Wendy went through some uh, possible trades based upon conversations with GMs. Yes. They included packages such as uh, 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 the Celtics, uh, uh, you know, either either Crowder or Smart and Crowder. Yeah. And a pick, maybe. That pick was not really what the GM had said, kind of. The pick would be, like, to me, fucking minimum. Oh, it would be one of their low picks, not, not, their, not their good picks or the pick they can swap with the Nets or anything like that. No. Uh, Trey Burke for the Utah Jazz. Trey Burke and fucking who else? Uh, from Utah. Yeah. Uh, who is on the list? Like is Hood, Trey maybe. Burke. Who? Rodney Hood, Alex Alec Burke. Burke, straight. Uh, yeah. Uh, Burks, Alec Burks or Trey Burke. Alex. Yeah. Yeah, the, the Burke Burks. Yeah. There's a, a week one from the from Portland too. I think that was like Al Farouk Aminu and. Gerald Henderson and something. I don't, none of those blew me away. If that's where you're going, you kidding with me? No fucking way. That's not blowing me away, Matt. That's <laughs> not fucking blowing me away. No. So I would not do any of those deals, Pat. Blow my nose in that shit. That is garbage. That is fucking garbage. But I think the nice part of winning the championship is we don't. I don't. There's zero pressure to redo the roster. Absolutely true. If we had lost the championship, I'd be like, ah. Right. <laughs> we'd be thinking. We'd be thinking about it. Um. But it would be I don't think we need to think about it. If somebody comes along with something amazing, then we'll, t- we'll talk. But Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Because, look. We can be patient as hell. Bottom line, Kevin Love. He makes us better against every team in the league. Except the Warriors. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's another team that comes out and it gives us some trouble. I think, the, you know, the, the Blazers give us some trouble. Uh, but we're just so much better than the Blazers. It doesn't matter. Uh, yeah. Obviously, we had some matchup issues with uh, uh, the Spurs. I'm not worried about that. Uh, uh, he no, he had a great playoffs before the finals. I mean, yeah. minus a couple games against the the Raptors, but he was good. And, Sha- and, and our lesson uh, of Shaq against Orlando is the lesson about matching up against one team. Yeah, we know it's going to happen next year. Yeah, you 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 got you got to put the best team out there against the the entire league. One thing is the most flexibility to match up. Yep. I think that it's easier to find a wing in 3D that can replace that, – that can, that can do what Richard Jefferson did. Hopefully, hopefully it's Richard Jefferson. Mm-hmm. Uh, then to replace Kevin Love. Like, I think, I think we really sorely underappreciated Kevin Love despite his stop. Yeah, I think that's right. I, I just – Bottom line, the, the offers we've heard bandied about ain't gonna cut it. No, that's not blowing me a fuck away. Not at all. Nope. Like nope. Crowder, Bradley, and a, and a high and smart. 
And a high, but and smart. I don't know. Crowder Bradley. I, I don't. We don't have room for that shit. I feel like it's like well, it's like having another one. Crowder Bradley. We got room. We got plenty of room. Hey, it's true. Crowder Bradley and a very and a high pick. One of the good picks. All right. All right. Now I'm I'm thinking about it, but I don't think I want to do it. Yeah. I want to see Kevin Love's doing this year. I, I want to see him now that we've gotten two years with him. He's gotten into kind of rhythm. He had a great playoff run. I want to see him play a full season with this kind of trust, you know? Yeah. No, I agree. I'm with you. All right. Justin Thompson, 15.3 million, 16.4 million average, assigned to 2020. Great. Um, Happy to have him. Fan fucking tastic. All worth every penny of $82 million. All right. Now we're getting to the, uh, the tough part of the show. Jared. Why don't you do Shump? Why don't you do Shump next? Shump next? Oh, we'll skip it. Yeah, good call. Good call. Shump. 10 million side of 2019. What are you going to do? Keep him. 10 million. Yeah, I mean, he's worth nothing on the market. We couldn't trade. If we traded him, we'd have to get somebody like him back. That's not going to happen. We'd be keeping I mean, him and hope, he, and hope he has a better year next year. On the upside, he's cheap. Yeah. You say 10 million is like, 10 million is cheap? Yeah, it's fucking cheap. It's going to be fucking yeah. cheap after Friday. Yeah. Friday? So he's going to be cheap. Uh, and young. Uh, and I also, I also hope. Hope Springs Eternal that the cash coaching staff gets to him to stop goddamn dribbling the ball. Yeah, they got to they got to start administering my fine policy. Yeah, doing nothing but shooting threes, playing D, and moving off the ball. That's all. Yes. That's it. I I feel like he can five hundred dollar fine for every dribble over two. <laughs> I feel like. I feel like he can develop a three point shot if he focuses on it. I, I, I kind of like his jumper. Like before I'm on a jumper. It's been okay. It's, it's much better last year in the playoffs than I mean this year was a tire fire, but well, yeah. Much better last year. No, we're we're good with him. We're keeping him for sure. Yeah. Uh all right. You so, want to get into JR? We, we, we might as well. Let's do it. I'm a little scared. So I think both our preferences strongly keep him and pay him what the fuck we have to pay him in order to keep him, correct? Yes. Uh, uh, what's your limit? What would you not pay him? Um, I mean, I'd prefer not to go over 15 per year. Yeah, I'd go as many as three years and 15 comfortably. I wouldn't, I wouldn't think twice about that, honestly. Um, I might even go – apoplectic about this. Although they're starting to come around realizing what, what the salary uh, environment – Oh, yeah. yeah. Versteeg just didn't understand. The same, the same thing happened to him last year. He just doesn't get it. He'll, he'll, well, he'll, and, and, and Riffle was the same way until he saw, you know, you know yeah. he what Trump was making and what people were talking about for other guys. He's like, oh, shit, I guess that's going to happen. Yeah, fucking. Uh, yeah, JR three, earned it. Three years, three years would be rough. I'd rather it be two. Two with a, with, with, a, with a team option for three. Would you go 232? 235. Well, here's the thing that I don't understand. I've been looking for this and I haven't seen it. Is how bad the repeater tax is. Uh, it's a big question. Oh, I think we're I think we're into the repeater tax no matter what. I don't, I think with our the baseline players and then filling out a ro- roster, I think we're into the repeater tax. Just fucking do it, man. I think we've got an owner that doesn't care and will spend money. Well, what's nice about this about this lineup is that like here's who's actually who's actually locked in. Past next season, 
it's Kyrie, Kevin Love, Tristan Thompson, and Mon Shumpert. Yeah. It's four guys. After next year, we can do whatever the fuck we want. Now, obviously, LeBron James is a big deal. J.R. Smith will be on that on that list, and you know we've yeah. got other guys on there. But like, and those four guys make sixty five million dollars. But yeah, but against the, the the rest of the salary cap, you know, as it keeps expanding. Uh, uh, I mean, yeah, it's a very top heavy uh, 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 lineup, but like that's a great core, uh, and uh, it's going to keep it's going to keep growing. We have a lot of flexibility. Yeah. And, you know, and we could trade Kevin Love for cheaper players, right? If we need to, just just for salary cap issues. It's a very it's a very attractive contract he's got. Yeah, that's the truth now. Mm-hmm. It's a little crazy, but the truth. Is, um, yeah. I'm super curious to see what JR's market is. Yeah. Because people have been talking, somebody's going to throw some money at him. And on the one hand, yeah, I guess so. On the other hand, it's still JR Smith, and I don't think people trust him. Nope. I I. I Sort of thought that's going to happen too. Like, it'd be smart of like I don't know Golden State to offer shit ton of money towards them if they they're not on their, on their sweepstakes, even though they, even though they don't need them. They're not going to do that. I know, but it's smart of them. And then we have the match because like we can't. Because the point is, we can't fucking replace him. Like, this well, is, and to, and to be clear, I don't think we can match. He's unrestricted. We don't get the match. If he wants to sign someplace else, he can. We just have bird rights to him, so we can go over the cap to retain him. Yeah, but let's be clear about something. Jerry Smith wants to play in Cleveland as long as we pay him. Right. I think that's right. I think that's right. I think I think Jerry Smith would give us a chance to match anything. So that's gonna listen. Rich Paul's gonna set the market on this one. We saw what he did with TT last year. Something similar is gonna. TT didn't get any other offers. Yeah. We didn't have to match on him. Uh, I, I sort of foresee the same thing happening. It'll be a unless we just come in with a big deal right away and 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 hit their number, they'll hold out and play and start to play other teams off of us. And even you know his market will really form after the bigger free agents go. I think and teams start to get a little desperate. So I don't I don't see anything happening with Jr. anytime soon. God damn it, Matt! Do you mean what? this is ruin my summer? Why, why would anything ruin your summer? You're a champion. I'm a champion, but goddamn, I want J.R. Smith to be a champion for me all next year. Well, I, I, I think he will be. You just have to have a little faith. All right. You know what? It's a little easier to have faith when you're a champion. That's right. It is a little easier. All right. Who's, who's next on the rundown? Oh, Delhi. Matt oh, poor Delhi. Dova. Poor Delhi. Not poor Delhi. What the fuck am I talking about? Poor Delhi. Poor us. Delhi's going to make some money next year. I have a feeling he's going to get. Ten a year for him seems like a, that's that's uh, too much for too us. Caps, absolutely, and, and I think he's going to get the offer. I, I think I think. I mean, Windhorse strongly implied that either the, the Pistons or the Bucks. Were or the Bulls. Bulls uh, too. No, I I wouldn't like that. No, would not like that at all. Uh, what, which Matt, what are the teams you least want him to end up on, Patty? Bulls. Um, Heat. Yeah. He's Pistons, not going to go to the Heat, but the Heat. Yes, the Pistons I would not be happy with. We'll be playing them. <laughs> That's true. We'd see him a lot. Yeah, I did not want to see the Pist- him on the Pistons. Uh, uh, yeah, the Heat I would not like to see. Bulls. Uh, Warriors, obviously. Celtics. Oh, fuck. Yeah, the usual suspects. Uh, 
Now, the Cavs have to make them a $1.4 million qualifying offer by tomorrow, which I expect them to. Just to I would like, think they would. Yeah, just because those options. Yep. But I, I, think, I think we're going to say goodbye to Matthew Villadova. It's too bad. And, you know, this goes back to they could have had him for probably three years, $9 million total, $3 million a year or something last summer. Yeah. And cheaped out a little, and, you know, it came back to bite him. I, I, I didn't fault him for it last summer. And honestly, I might not. I love Delhi, um, but he couldn't play in those finals. I also wouldn't be surprised if his agent was smart enough to be like, to reject that deal. And be like, dude, we're getting bet, so much more. Bet on yourself. Kyrie's going to be out at the beginning of the year. Yeah. Play your way into it. Yeah, that, that, that might be true. This is a great so, game. Even I, th- I, I think I should have been in the playoffs this year. Um, it's my only hope for keeping him. Who's <laughs> this yeah. shitty playoffs no i think somebody's gonna come for him what's that um, somebody's gonna come for him which is too bad but I, I will be happy for him and he is a uh cab for life as far as i'm concerned absolutely always welcome that's right uh mo williams, mo williams uh, sorry mo-, mo williams mo williams opted he opted, in. yeah he opted back in right so although i heard that i, I think windhorse in one of his post interviews said you know, his knee is pretty banged up and there's a chance that the Cavs just don't think he's got anything left in him and release him and do the, um, uh, I'm forgetting what the word is, but the thing where you can spread out the, the, his salary over three years. Right. Right. For right. tag for cap purposes. So I, I think it's possible that happens. Interesting. Um, you know, Although whatever, he, he made a bucket in the finals, Maddie, a runner. He did. He did. Um, cool. But, you know, I think most days are probably – he was great at the beginning of the year. And then I guess his, his oh, knee started God. bugging him and is pretty useless after that. But, yeah. um, you know, I'm, I'm fine if Mo is back in our, our 13th or 14th man next year. Um, I'm happy to have him around. Right. Yeah. Uh, RJ, 35-year-old Paul uh, Black Scooter. And all over the place right now. He, he, reti- he retired right after game seven. The crowd talked him into unretiring at the parade, and now it seems like he there's there's rumors that he wants a multi year deal. Yeah, this is nuts. So I'm a little worried about a bidding war for him because he's somebody that I think has his championship now, and while he had a good time with this team, is also a realist. Yeah, and um, I think uh, would say something like, "If I can get if I can get paid someplace else, I'll go get paid." And I there's a non negligible chance that that could happen. I think. Uh, I agree. I won't be upset if he leaves. Uh, it's the same as in retiring, as far as I'm concerned. I just don't yeah. want to go to a team that I have to play against and you know face later on. Uh, but three years is a lot for him. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't be. I mean, finally, more or less the mid-level exception or whatever that we have, right? Which is like three million. Yeah, three to three and a half somewhere in there. I think. So if he's willing to do that, fucking do it. It's fine. I'd bring him back at that. Yeah. I don't think anything more, though. Yeah. No. Uh, Cap for, for life, though. Drinks drinks on me. Cap for Cleveland, life. Anytime I see him. Everyone on this fucking roster, Maddie. Yeah. Running, that, that's true. Anyone from Cleveland, drinks are on us. Done. Uh, Ch- Channing Fry, $7.8 million. He's uh, signed to next year. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'd give him. <laughs> yeah, I was super happy to have him. 
so happy. I'm excited to have a regular season with him. Yeah. Following those threes. Yeah. No, that would oh. be great. All right. So to, to, to a sad one, uh, Timo. Oh, poor Timo. What, uh, what the hell is his market going to be? You know, last year at this time, Patty, we were talking about how he was going to get a max offer this summer. Yeah. And he, boy, the wheels fell off the wagon. There's a question of, shit, are we offering the big money to the wrong big guy? Yeah. We save this for, T, for Timo, not for TT. Yeah. Uh, Jesus. So I don't know what, you know, I could see anything happening for him from he gets a better offer to go play in Europe or Russia and just uh-huh. takes the money and does that to some team. I like, I can't imagine a team one just cause it, you know, it feels like the league's moving away from centers like him a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and people with his skill set are a little, maybe getting undervalued potentially, but that he's, nobody's going to throw money at him. Could we bring him back for cheap for a year? Awesome. Would we, would we even want, would we even want to? I would, I would like, we, we can find a way to get him back here for, I don't know. Um, a less than he's making now. What is he making now? Five point six. Five, yeah, five, yeah, something like that. I don't know how cap works. He's on our team. We've had him for like two years. No, we can we can go over the cap to resign him. I think we can sign him for whatever. I'd love to sign him for five, six. I don't know. I, it would have to be in that range, like what, two years what, whatever ownership is willing to to spend a tax on, right? Two years and twelve million. I I have a feeling we've seen the end of him. I I, I think you're right. Um. It'd be great to have him, though. I, he was so useful, so fucking useful. But then again, I think we're, 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 we've moved away schematically from him. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, we have. <laughs> um, but it's you know we need viable players on this roster, and it's going to be super tough for us to get them on the the market. Yeah. So in some ways, we got to keep what we can keep, and he might be one of the guys we can keep. He's useful, and you need someone like that to bang against these gigantic dudes. So that Tristan's not doing it uh, all game long. We can see sure. him when he gets exhausted by playing guys like that. Yeah. So I, I think he's uh, at the right price and super short term. It, it, also, depending on what we know about his his medical conditions. Yeah. That, that seem like they might be a thing. Yeah, you know, the Cavs might know more than we do. Right. That just say he's got some real. Real health problems, health problems, real knee problems that are just make him non-viable. Mm-hmm. So again, again, I mean, very interesting test with some Cavs guys for what the market is between Jr. Delhi and and Mozgov. Very interested to see it. Absolutely, uh, James Jones. Can we- I, I assume he's coming back on the veterans minimum as long as LeBron's yeah. here. Uh, unless does he want to be a coach? Like, what? When, when does that happen? I don't know. It'd be great if we could transition him to an assistant coaching job, wouldn't it? That'd be great. Free up a roster spot. Just have the same James Jones. And have to- yeah, yeah. I'd love that. He can have the the Memorial Damon Jones shooting coach. Spot. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's all I need. Yeah. Uh, Jordan Craig is a big deal. He might. They. Be they uh. They picked up his option, right? Yeah. Eight hundred seventy-four thousand dollars for next year. Great, under a million dollars. Beautiful. Happy to have it. You know, I, I apparently they the Windhorse words where they have high hopes for him. 
Um, I hope you saw bits and pieces of it this year. I think um, he scored sixty in a in a minor league game. That's right. Yeah. Um, you know, I think that's how the Cavs don't have a lot of draft picks, and I think that's how they're going to have to get lucky. Is by, we'll get to him, but buying their way into into picks or getting some undrafted free agents. So I, I'm interested to see how he develops next year. He should get some playing time. Yep. Uh, Dante Jones also free agent. Ah. I suspect uh, he has done us the great the great service that he has done us. He is a cab. Soft spot in, in Cavs fans' hearts forever. I think that's it. Drinks on us. Uh, yeah. Whenever you want run anyone from Cleveland, drinks on us. Yes, he's earned them. Sasha Khan, he's got $1.3 million signed the next year, so he'll be back. Is he signed next year? Yeah. Well, all right. I guess he's back. Good deal. Uh, so he's back. He'll just be in the back. I mean, he'll be like the, you know, garbage minutes, the dude you throw. It's a, he's a team insurance, right? Yeah, I guess. So he's the gigantic body you can throw out there to, to bang against big guys if we need to give TT a break. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Kay Felder is the rookie we bought, um, the second-round pick uh, from Oakland. It's interesting. Um, five foot nine? Yeah, I believe that's right. Crazy short. Dunks like a motherfucker. Yeah, he'll be <laughs> – Seems like he'll be fun. I don't know if he's really going to turn into an NBA player or not. Uh, yeah, he might be. A, I mean, it seems like he's destined for the D League, but let's see how he plays in summer league. That'll be a fun night to watch in summer league for, for yeah. sure. Uh, apparently, he's kind of a, a mixed shot on the outside, but he's feisty as shit, and he's actually good on defense, except for the fact that he's five. <laughs> he's so small. So small. I mean, it's just so tough to be that size and make it in the league. Uh, and I know everybody's jumping on Isaiah Thomas. Um, because it's sort of a similar profile and taken in a similar spot, but you know, mm-hmm. guys, guys that size don't make it for a reason. Usually, Maddie, what do we do? Let's say we lose Rich Jefferson, right? Let's say we lose him or J.R. Smith or something like that. We lose a wing, right? Yeah. How do we get a wing? What do we do? So, did you hear? I don't know if you heard this. Windhorst had a crazy idea, which was try to trade for Lance Stevenson. Because he's, I think he had nine, we have we have trade exceptions we can use, and I think like a nine million trade exception. Um, so he was like, "That's my crazy idea." The Grizzlies are going to cut him anyway. Maybe we could trade a second round draft pick and get him. The Grizzlies have already not picked up his option, so that that's off the table. And even Windhorst admitted the problem there is that he hates LeBron, and LeBron hates him, so probably not viable. Uh, I don't know. I mean, that's sort of the danger thing is if we lose, honestly, either JR or RJ or both, heaven forbid, it's going to be super tough for us to replace those guys. Yeah. You're looking at Chumpert in the starting lineup. Um, Hoping to God McCray develops. That your backup point is Mo or the kid. Um, That's tough. You know, Chetty, it sounds like Chetty is not uh, oh, ready Chetty. to come. Chetty, Chetty is, not, is not coming over this year, so that's the word he's told his players. It's next year he's going to come to the NBA. Um, and it sounds like he needs some time still anyway. I don't think he'd be super helpful for us at this point. Yeah, agreed. Um, no, we'd be, you know, that's one of the reasons that uh, the, the Versteegs of the world, who was saying, just let JR go and sign somebody like Aaron Aflalo or I can't remember another name of so Nick Batum. 
to replace him. I was like, you are at, you have no idea. Can't sign it, but you have no idea how this, how this is working. If we lose him, we don't get anybody. Done. No one. Not nobody. We'll get, you know, it's, but it's the, I don't know. Vince Vince Carter or something. We get to nobody. You have to get them like the, the mid-level exception of the veterans minimum, which in this, that's the thing. Those exceptions are worthless in this climate. Yep. When fucking yeah. bums are getting 12, 13, 14 million dollars a year. No, this is very much like Pat, and this is an experience you know I have regularly in a fantasy auction draft when you've spent all your money on some big name players and then you got to fill out your bench with dollar players. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard. That's hard. The, the position the Cavs are going to be in if they don't uh, add some players. And honestly, filling out their, the end of their bench no matter what is doing with do- dollar players. Bargain bin shopping. Yeah. Dumpster shopping. And honestly, think how lucky they got with Jefferson last year. Yeah. Um, that that the thing with DeAndre Jordan happened, and he ended up free. That he wanted to come here. Uh, that he ended up being good. I nobody anticipated getting what we got out of him, especially in the finals. Um, well, sure, that actually didn't start. We didn't expect that. Yeah. Um, terrible on defense and unplayable on defense uh, uh, for the most part. But uh, no, yeah, that- did you know how LeBron actually thank DeAndre Jordan? Yeah, I do. That was awesome. That's amazing. That's amazing. So I, that's why you throw the money at Jr., especially if you can do it big and short. Um, I think you throw some money at RJ. You think about throwing some money at Timo. I think about throwing money at Delhi. I think they're just going to hit a number that's too much for us. Um, what number do you think is too much for him? I think 10 is too much. Oh, yeah, 10. I'm, I'm thinking like 8 might be too much. Yeah, 8 might be too I Like at 5, I'd be super comfortable. Yeah, yeah. With him, but he's gonna get more than that. Um, yeah, yeah, he will. And I just, I don't know. I don't feel like we saw enough out of him last year to justify at the end of last year to justify that. Yeah, I really hope he goes for the multi-year deal on the cheap with Cleveland, so they keep playing for championships. But we'll see. Yeah, I don't know. I, 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 but think if you're Matthew Delavadova, you got to make your money. This is your contract. This is like this is your life. You won. You won the title already. For somebody like that, the difference between I, I don't know thirty or forty million dollars guaranteed versus fifteen or twenty is a big deal. Yeah, a really big deal. That is true. Um. And I, I get it. I do not begrudge him that. So, it, you know, it'll be interesting. I think we're rolling back with let's, – let's hope to God we keep JR. So we're rolling back with our starting lineup and a bench that looks like Shumpert, Fry, McCray, uh, RJ maybe – and then it starts to be filler after that. You know, James Jones is there. Moe's there. Sasha Khan is there, I guess. But those guys are not real NBA players. Um, which sort of makes me not want to – I wish we didn't have to carry all three of those guys, honestly. I know. I know. I, I'd, I'd, I'd almost rather go start rolling the dice with, with D-League guys um, or undrafted free agents, undrafted rookies. Mm-hmm. Um. And, and sort of see what we can get. Because James Jones, I understand, is special and has to have that roster spot, I guess. And I – whatever. Uh, it, it worked. <laughs> he's, he's worth it for that. 
two more of those spots for guys who can't play starts to become a little bit of a problem in a year in which we probably, I think, hopefully really learn the lesson about not taking the regular season so seriously and want LeBron to get rest and Kyrie to get rest and love to get rest, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I think we want a bench that, that can do something or at least grow into something, and those guys just can't. Yeah. yeah. So that, that's, you know, these are – on the other hand, Pat, who gives a fuck we're champions? It doesn't matter. We just won the greatest championship ever. This is anything else is icing. Like I'm going to have a fun time watching this team no matter what. We can really enjoy LeBron this year without any of that Michigas we've had surrounding it all these years. Like how about that? Just a year where we can be thankful to have LeBron and not have dummy fans talking about trading him for Paul Millsap. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) That'll be great not to deal with that this year. I hope. It'll be the Thanksgiving season. Yeah. Give thanks. Just, just, just appreciate the shit out of him. Yes. Every, just, every day. Thank you, goddamn lucky stars we get to watch him on our team. Oh, my God. It's going to be so nice. Just be, like, this is the regular season we, want, we wanted, right? Just the joy. Yes. The joy of watching a good team playing basketball and knowing that we're the champions of the motherfucking world. Yeah. Oh, beautiful thing, Maddie. Mm. 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 That's, that feels like a good note to end it on, Patty. I think it does. Uh, uh, in fact, I think a better note to end it on is the, the one man that is going to um, consume my attention during the free agency period. Yo, please, hit me with it. Well, I will. Well, 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 I, I'm going to have it close us out after we, after we do our wrap. Okay. Uh, but you know who we're talking about. Of course I do. You know who we're talking about. Uh, so uh, that is the Brooklyn Sports Hour. Uh, until next time, this is Maddie and Patty saying... Ship. Hey, champ. It's all right, champ. Never left. I'm just in the Midwest. I'm bombing threes from every book's angle. It's me. <laughs> I'm bombing threes from every book's angle. Jr. On your TV. Relevant. Huh. Till June. It's all love in the corner. Two pass, splash, top performer. Who the heck even know black? Catch me at the Q straight, Chuck and best believe Call me the king's ransom. But still, enigmatic, athletic, enhanced. Considered a liability. They told me I need a new scenery. Plus, Cuyahoga greenery. And finally, I've got something to believe in Now that I'm in Cleveland I'ma tell you what this means to me The best player in the world is feeling me To miss me I'm not gone I'm just balling with the wrong So, so right Just can't be wrong Everybody just needs a place where
sorry, Phil Jackson. I was for real. I wanted to grow in your glorious garden, but I was lost in a triangle. And I had to leave New York, man. Too much thirsty up in the cup. I ain't going out in Cleveland. Play a game, man, soak in the tub. Me and Shump, the New York boys. And now we cavalier employed. We clicked up with the K. Imagine JR with the ring. No need to miss me. I'm not gone. I'm just bowling with a wrong. Something so right just can't be.